Second story. A little boy and a little girl. In a large town, where there are so many houses and so many people, that there is no room left for everybody to have a little garden, and where on this account most persons are obliged to content themselves with flowers and pots, there lived two little children, who had a garden somewhat larger than a flower pot. They were not brother and sister, but they cared for each other as much as if they were. Their parents lived exactly opposite. They inhabited two garrets, and where the roof of the one house joined to that of the other, and the gutter ran along the extreme end of it, there was to each house a small window. One needed only to step over the gutter to get from one window to the other. The children's parents had large wooden boxes there, in which vegetables for the garden were planted, and little rose trees besides. There was a rose in each box, and they grew splendidly. They now thought of placing the boxes across the gutter, so that they nearly reached from one window to the other, and looked just like two walls of flowers. The tendrils of the peas hung down over the boxes, and the rose trees shot up long branches, twined round the windows, and then bent towards each other. It was almost like a triumphant arch of foliage and flowers. The boxes were very high. And the children knew that they must not creep over them, so that they often obtained permission to get out of the windows to each other, and to sit on their little stools among the roses, where they could play delightfully. In the winter, there was an end of this pleasure. The windows were often frozen over, but then they heated copper farthings on the stove and laid the hot farthings on the window pane, and then they had a capital peephole, quite nicely rounded. And out of each peeped a gentle, friendly eye. It was the little boy and the little girl who were looking out. His name was Kay, hers was Gerda. In summer, with one jump, they could get to each other, but in the winter they were obliged first to go down the long stairs and then up the long stairs again. And out of doors there was quite a snowstorm. It is the white bees that are swarming," said Kay's old grandmother. "Do the white bees choose a queen?" Asked the little boy, for he knew that the honey bees always have one. Yes," said the grandmother. "She flies where the swarm hangs in the thickest clusters. She is the largest of all, and she can never remain quietly on the earth, but goes up again into the black clouds. Many a winter's night she flies through the streets of the town and peeps in at the windows, and then they freeze in so wondrous a manner." That they look like flowers. Yes, I have seen it," said both the children, and so they knew that it was true. Can the Snow Queen come in? Asked the little girl. Only let her come in," said the little boy. Then I'd put her on the stove, and she'd melt. And then his grandmother patted his head and told him other stories. In the evening, when little Kay was at home and half undressed. He climbed up on the chair by the window, and peeped out of the little hole. A few snowflakes were falling, and one, the largest of all, remained lying on the edge of a flower pot.